Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Welcome back to our favorite spinoff show, Make Me a Musical. It's just me and Andrew today. It's just us, but, you know, we're the classics. You know, we're the original. Yeah, you know, like, that's extra spicy when you have Brie. Um, we're like original recipe. Sometimes you come back to the original recipe and you're like, you know what? Not bad. That's why I fell in love with it. That's why <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> you know, if you remove either one of us from this equation, it just falls apart. It doesn't work, Andrew. It's true. It's very true. All right. So today, um, last minute idea, just spat it out into the universe. We are turning the classic Tim Burton film, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, into a musical. Um, In the vein of like Beetlejuice, where we have a Tim Burton movie that became a musical. Or like Sweeney Todd, where you have a musical that became a Tim Burton movie. Um, It's it's all cyclical. Hmm. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm absolutely into this. And I... I almost feel like this already should have been a musical, and it's kind of bizarre that it isn't. It's like an extreme enough like tone and complexity of story where it's like, you know, it's a clear goal. It's like heightened reality. It's ridiculous. It's it's a fun, fun story that if you add songs, will just add to the fun. Yeah. Well, where do we begin, I guess? I guess we have to begin with setting up the universe. <laughs> like, we, I don't think we need to have the bike race that starts off the movie i think we can just cut into uh, peewee starting his day and about how great his life is but simultaneously how much worse he makes everyone's elf- else's life it by just existing and being happy which i feel like is a common trait with uh peewee in the same way as spongebob peewee herman and spongebob are kind of the same character in a in a lot of ways so Having this be similar to the uh, Spongebob musical would probably be a good idea. Yeah, I agree. So literally, we just start with him being like, it's a fantastic Pee Wee Herman day. Oh, that's actually a really fun idea for like a song number where he's just like, it's Pee Wee Herman day. And everyone's like, I thought it was Pee Wee Herman day last week. He's like, every day is Pee Wee Herman day. You got to get someone who can do the laugh too. He's got to do the oh, laugh. Oh, they've got to the like have it. I think Paul Rubens could probably still pull it off as the thing. You might be right. I'm not sure how old he is at this He's point. He's like but... 60, but he looks pretty good. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, either way, we got to do that. We do have to introduce the bike though because that's kind of Well, no, like, this is just setting up Pee-wee's world. Like this is replacement for like the breakfast scene and the all that. It's like him just going about his morning and making everyone's life worse in the process. I kind of want to incorporate the breakfast, like, Rube Goldberg Oh, of course. Like, no, like, that would probably be, like, an instrumental, like, orchestration choice as opposed to, like, an actual, like, you take the Pee Wee Herman Day theme and turn it into, like, the kind of orchestrated Danny Elfman style there. Okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely into this so far. Pee-wee Herman doesn't really need an I Want song outside of getting his bike back, right? His I Want song in the second scene is, like, basically an I Love song of I Love My Bike. Um, Yeah, and it's just like, if anything were to happen to you, I'd destroy them. He will do anything for the bike. He will get the bike. 
No matter what, the bike is his. Yeah, I don't. I think this song needs to be like more complex than me and my bike, but it needs to be like something pretty direct like that. It needs to be simple. I mean, this is going to be a show for children, I assume. No, I think this is like going to be slightly edgier than that. Not much edgier, but slightly. All right. Because I don't want to lose the dark so, moments, because the dark moments are great. Yeah, but it's dark moments for kids. I don't know. Some of the stuff in this movie could terrify an adult. Large Marge? Large Marge is not that scary, okay? <laughs> Doug Walker has tripped everyone <laughs> into thinking that moment is scary. It's unexpected, <laughs> I will say that. And I think just stop motion in general, the lack of motion blur kind of messes with kids' minds like, and makes you think it's scary. I suppose, yeah, because it's the rest of the movie is normal, like oh uh, the clown scene, action and the then... clown scene, like the hospital scene where they're like operating on the bike, but they're clowns. Come on. Okay, you know what? No, you have a point. Tim Burton insanity—they just let him go off the rails for those bits. It it's good though, man. Pee Wee Herman, Pee Wee's Big Adventure is great. Yeah, it's the only good Pee Wee movie because I didn't like Big Top Pee Wee and I didn't like Pee Wee's Big Holiday, the Netflix movie. You just you can't recreate the magic. I mean, you need that that Tim Burton insanity. In all honesty, I would be very interested to see what Tim Burton would do if he came back to that. Okay, so we have to have Francis. Uh, we got to introduce Francis. Francis, so he can take he can take the bike. I think. Okay, here's my pitch of a song. Follow me here. Literally, yeah. his song, his villain song is titled "I Know You Are," but what am I? <laughs> or it could just be called "What Am I?" Like that's a fun like response to the "I Know You Are," what am I? Song, and he turns that into like this dark like "What am I? I'm the man that destroys your life. What am I? I'm Francis, and I get what I want." Oh. I'm down with it. It's funny because it's like a schoolyard taunt, so it works with the pee the peewee world, but it also could be dark. Sort of fits. It fits the the setting and the end of the character. We can definitely work with this. Okay, then the follow up number to that, like we don't need a song for like peewee discovering the bike's missing or anything like that. No, that that's we do that all. He just he just does the that. The next scene is like the scene where he's gathered everyone into his basement and like he's pointing exhibit A. That scene. Wait, that brilliant yeah. scene. I think actually no, I take it back. I think he should have a reprise of his "I Want" song when he finds out the bike is gone. Yes, but I think it can't be like the moment it's gone because remember he like gets put into like a hospital gurney and like talks to the police. It has to be like after all that when he's like going home like. You're the best bike in the world. I uh, we got our life together. Yeah. Okay. So the next scene is he gathers everyone in the basement. I just want to make sure that scene's in there, like as a small little number, because <laughs> it's it's a fucking weird scene for one. <laughs> um, and just the time when there's this guy dressed in Indian garb in the front row that wants to ask a question. He's like, "Do you have something to say to everyone else?" Amazing, Larry. Like, who is that guy? Oh, my God. So you want a song there, or are you just saying we just... You just want it in there because you want that, that scene. I want that scene in there. I do not want that scene cut. I think the next song number um, should be like a give-and-take number with him and the fortune teller that tells him the Alamo's in the basement. And it just should be very painfully obvious that she's making it up in a goofy kind of fun number. 
So like a charm number for the uh, Madam Ruby. Yes. Like she needs that moment where it's like, um, it's in the basement of the the Alamo. Everything yeah. is true. I promise. Like something like that. Like you paid me the money, so it must be true. Yeah. No, I'm a. Uh... I'm open to that for sure. Now, this is where I think we should derail from the movie a bit. So, yeah, the movie kind of just goes off into... Road trip land. Like, road trip. And I don't know how well that works on stage. I think you should take every single set piece and try to reconfigure what would be the most visually interesting thing to do. Um, Yeah. So I don't think we should have the prisoner character, the escaped prisoner. I don't like him. I didn't like him in the movie. Felt weird. Yeah, I I remember liking the waitress. Yeah, that's much later. We can't get rid of her. She's slightly important. But we kind yeah. of need to find like a different way for Pee-wee to constantly get place to place. Like maybe even just like a travel I feel song. like Large Marge is too like well known to not Yes, include. we keep Large Marge. Um basically I think this scene um instead of having the focus on the guy that escaped prison and all that um, just like a random like him going from car to car and like random characters and like the goofy like ways he like annoys them to be be kicked out of the car until he eventually ends up in the middle of nowhere in the dark um, and Large Marge picks him up. So we skip that entire subplot of the escaped convict. Yeah, no, I'm totally fine with skipping the escaped convict. It's just it's not necessary and it's not it's not really that great. Mm-hmm. So. And I think Large Marge, we kind of need to change that. Like, that's definitely its own song, like, that entire moment. But I think the way we introduce it might have to change. I feel like you have to, like, tell the story of Large Marge in song and then have her show up. I think have her show up and have her tell the story, but we frame her as, like, this really nice lady. And then she slowly, like, as we, the audience, discover she is Large Marge. Like she, what if as the song goes, it like gets darker and like switches into like a minor key or something, and like uh, the set becomes darker and, and like, eventually building up like changes. to the like actual like creature coming out. Yeah, I like the idea that she's like, "Oh hi, honey, my name's Margie. Come on, hop in," and like everyone just like is like put on at ease eventually, initially, and then it just gets darker and darker. I'm definitely down for that. I think that's a um, good way to spin it so it's not exactly the movie scene. I don't exactly know how you make it feel like it makes sense in the show because even in the movie, it's kind of just like there. Well, <laughs> then he she drops him off and she's like, Large Marge sends you. And then he goes into the restaurant. Same thing. It's like, ah, that happened 40 years ago this very night, which means that was her ghost. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I got that. <laughs> 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 they all say it in unison. That seems great. Um, and okay. then he meets the waitress there. Um, they hang out, and her boyfriend comes and tries to murder him. I think we keep all of that. Yeah, we can keep all of that. And um, then he just goes to the we... Alamo from there, if I remember right. Yeah, he goes to the Alamo. Does he go to the Alamo, and then he goes to the motorcycle bar? or is it Yeah, the motorcycle bar, bar is way after that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think like the moment he's like, I'm almost there. Like he gets up and he's like, I'm at the Alamo. That's our act one break. Like I get to go to the Alamo. I get to have my bike back and everyone else has their like, I want one day more song. And he replies like, today is Pee Wee Herman day. And then we end act one on that. And then 
we open act two with him discovering that the bike is not there. No, act two needs to open with like the Elmo tour and him getting frustrated. Then the end of that song, like, like it has to be like a fun patter song, like a Gilbert and Sullivan number. And he's just getting more and more frustrated how long this tour is going. (laughs) I think that's a fun way to open act two. No, actually that's a good idea. That's much better than anything I had. (laughs) And then eventually ends with him like, Oh, there is no basement at the Elmo. You idiot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he just storms off um and then he gets chased by the boyfriend again i don't know if we needed to like go to the because he does end up on like a horse and for a bull riding scene i don't like that i don't want that it's no we don't need that and like what are we gonna do you'd have to you like bring out like one of those fake bulls or something like yeah, it would just no. look dumb um i do kind of want to have like an unrequited love song for Dottie so I think that would be a good time like after he discovers it and calls her she like has a little love song where she's like why doesn't he notice me I just want him to take me to the drive-in and finger me or something um I don't think we go that far in the peewee show you're right you're right no um yeah no we can have a Dottie song because Dottie's like not even really in this that much no she's like the the agent at home the one connection to the house yeah we'll give we'll give her a number um and well then we basically can just go go to the cycle bar because basically after that he's just on his way home to try to figure out where his bike is so he's heading home and he needs to stop at the motorcycle bar for a phone call and that's what triggers all that Yes. So it's just as much of a non sequitur as the large march thing, in all honesty. Are we going to have him dancing to uh, the song at the motorcycle? Oh, yeah. It's like the Deo moment in Beetlejuice. You can't not have that. Yeah. So we'll do that. And then. And that scene ends with him getting knocked out or something. And then ending up in a hospital dream sequence. And then waking up and finding out that (laughs) his bike is in Hollywood with the horrible brat child. Yes, and then he has to break in to Warner Brothers Studio, uh, to the set of Space Jam Two. Yes, and <laughs> steal. He has to steal the bike. Yes, Space Jam Two. It has to be that LeBron James is on retainer every night to be in our movie, our musical. Yes, I mean it wouldn't make sense without him. He's an so, important aspect to the story. Yeah, and LeBron James plays himself, and he Bugs has Bunny is there bike. Too. Bugs Bunny has Pee-wee's bike. Bugs Bunny um, has Pee-wee. We're retconning a bit from the from the movie to make this our own. It has to be the set of Space Jam 2, and LeBron James and Bugs Bunny have Pee-wee's bike. Yes. Okay, so Pee-wee sneaks into the set. Yes. Um, Does he still dress as think, a nun, or? I feel like we can change the gag and just have him dress as different stuff. What if he... Maybe d- he has to try to... He dresses as Lola like, Bunny. Lola Bunny? Yeah, yeah, we can we could do that. He dresses a little bunny because he's dressing. He's trying to get into the set of Space Jam too. Yes, so that makes a lot of sense. So he dresses as Lola Bunny and he sneaks onto the set. And do we have him like reprise his bike song when he sees his bike again? Or no, it's when he starts riding it. Um, when he starts riding it again, he reprises the bike song as he rides through the studio and everyone's coming after him. And this is the time you can use stage techniques to have a chase scene. I think this is the time where you could have a lot of fun with like practical staging and all that. Yeah. So really, this this is one of those things where Act Two. I don't think you'd need that many songs because it's going to be a lot of like action yeah. set pieces almost. Well, tequila is the big so, like moment. Yeah. And then I think at the end, we just have a Pee-wee sing Pee-wee's 
great day or whatever song again and they go to the drive-in yeah and he's like i don't have to see it i lived it (laughs) (laughs) and then it's over yeah they then you have the the reprises francis gets thrown into next century and lebron james shows up to the movie premiere lebron james plays Pee Wee herman in the movie version we got it that's actually we've got it we've solved everything (laughs) we tim burton wb productions hire us we got your Pee Wee herman musical right here waiting for free it'll be way better than whatever that netflix movie was did you watch it no i didn't they de-aged him, like, digitally. It's kind of weird looking. I don't know why they would do that. Just let him be the age he is. I know. Um, the thing about that is it's kind of like a romance love story with him and, like, some famous actor um, where he's just obsessively in love with him and wants to hang out with him. That's weird. It's- I also, I kind of feel like Pee-wee as a character, he should be allowed to get older. Like, you know? Why, why do we have to de-age people? I don't like it. Not a fan. I mean, people shouldn't be allowed to get older. What are we, elves? Like, my god. Yeah, all uh, right. humans should be elves. Who would write the music? I hate to say it again, but Cyndi Lauper did do the theme song to Pee-wee's Playhouse. (laughs) She did sing the theme song to Pee-wee's Playhouse. Is, this is just going to be a running gag. Like every other episode, you're going to. I'm not. I mean, the, the thing is, in a lot of media from that time, she is connected. I was shocked to see she was connected to that Rugrats movie. This one, there is actually a, a connective tissue. Okay. I'm not Fine. saying it's Cindy the right choice. I'm not even saying she's the right choice, but that is something to bring up. Cindy Lauper writes the music. I, and... I don't even know if I'd agree with that. You know what? I think honestly, the guys that did the prom would be really good at this. I'm wondering if this should be similar to the Spongebob show, where we kind of just get some famous people and have them all input their own songs. I feel like this is the type of show where that could work pretty well. I think so, too, but also, what kind of bands would you do? Like, what are some of the artists you're thinking of? Um, I would say you could just get, like, pop stars and maybe some, like, rock groups. Um, I don't, I don't really have anyone in mind. I don't think Pee-wee would work well with like hip-hop, the Broadway song. I, I don't think he'd do well with I, the bra- Broadway sound, to be honest. He wouldn't do well with the Broadway sound. He honestly, I don't I think he needs somewhat of like a pop mixed with like movie score type stuff. You know who and would I probably just, do an alright job and probably get the vibe if we like gave him the money and interest? Neil C. Sariga. <laughs> <laughs> like he would get the he, Pee-wee vibe, right? I think he would be honored to do something like this. Like, he'd bring his weird things and, like, bring in the references and shit. I think he'd be great. He does have that song on his new album with that uses the, uh, the Pee-wee, um, like, uh, Rube Goldberg theme. Da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, he does. Um, all right, well, we're, we're running on time here. Are we? Is there any, anything else? Anything else we need to go on? I thought it was 20, wasn't it? It's a half hour, but we got it. Oh, okay. I thought, for some reason, I thought we limited No, it's 30 minutes or less, but we usually hit around 25. All right, all right. So we, we do have time. We have okay, time. So what else, we what else we need? What kind of visual style do you imagine for it? Like more like bombastic, like the SpongeBob musical or something a little bit more tied down? Does it feel more like Pee-wee's Playhouse or Pee-wee's Big Adventure? I think is my question. Okay. I think it needs to fluctuate between the two. You need to have some parts that are 
uh, very bombastic, but in order to make those parts feel as bombastic as they can, we need to have other parts that are very grounded. I agree. Um, so I, I think parts where he's like talking with the waitress or something should be very much like normal musical theater style and someone there just on stage and they're just talking. But then immediately preceding that would be like scenes where we have a giant puppet monster on stage or something like that, you know, <laughs> like you want to you want to fluctuate between the two to like really give the feel. I have a question of, now that we're do we keep the dream sequences? The clown dream um, sequences, the 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 weird. We can incorporate ones. them as like uh, dream ballets or whatever. Oh, that would be so kind of funny. <laughs> that would be really good. Like imagine <laughs> like the clowns like dancing around and. I'm into that. I love it. <laughs> okay, no, I mean, I think there's a lot to work with here, and I think let Neil Cesariga even... just take it from us. It's all his. I'd love to see that, and I would love to see Paul Rubens. Uh, come back and, and do it you know yeah i mean he's he has been to broadway as peewee he did the peewee's playhouse broadway show about eight years ago and that was actually really fun so he he still got it and he still can perform on stage as his character yeah give it give it to him again and this time we do big adventure yeah i i feel like he wouldn't want to retread old ground but i think we should also have tim burton on as consultant i feel like having his input would actually be very helpful here as much as i don't want to oh, say shit. yes to that oh shit you know what just hit me danny what? elfman is a very acclaimed songwriter and he would probably do a fucking bang up job writing all the music and lyrics for this i mean i was kind of gonna say that but you were like off on cindy Lopperland, so cindy Lopperland, fuck you uh, I get what you're saying, but Danny Elfman would knock it out of the park. Okay, what if we did Danny Elfman and Neil Sisierga and they, they team up? I would actually love that. I think that would be beautiful. I, um, I think Danny Elfman would be game too. What's he doing? Danny Elfman doesn't even do anything anymore, does he? Do the Oingo I mean, Boingo sound. Embrace your Oingo Boingo. Honestly, I don't even think Oingo Boingo plays anymore. Oh, and that was his best stuff, better than like his actual stuff, his actual like soundtracks. His score to the Justice League is like embarrassing. Why would they have him score the Justice League movie? Um, because they wanted to have the Batman theme in it. Just put the Batman theme in it, then. Why do they need him? Apparently, he he. I don't know. It was bad choice. It that movie isn't good. I don't know if you know that. Um, they remade it recently and made it five hours long. Yeah. Also, the Batman theme. Uh, does not fit with the new DC universe. <laughs> not like, at all. It looks, it's like putting like a good skin over a bad movie. Because isn't the like the Batman theme is not like it's a gothic sound, but yeah. it's definitely it's more like uh, it's very stylized. It's, yeah, it's very stylized. It's like I don't know. All I can think of when I think of like the DC universe is that Zack Snyder desaturated like ball. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I don't understand why anyone watches those. And I, I kind of, I don't know. I, I guess I heard the Zack Snyder cut is better, but I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> All right, guys, we just made you guys a musical in less than a half hour. How'd you like it? Would you go see the Pee Wee's Big Adventure musical? I, I, honestly, I think I would. <laughs> I think it would be great. I'm uh, not against seeing more Pee Wee on Broadway. And I didn't know that there was a Pee-wee's Playhouse show, and I don't know why we haven't done that yet. But... It's not a musical. It's just a straight play, like a live version oh. of a Pee-wee's Playhouse. 
Um, it's a lot of fun, but it's not meant for us. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. All right, guys. We got a real episode coming at you this Thursday, and you're going to love it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think we have a guest on for it. We'll see when it comes out. Andrew. We don't even remember our own show. We don't know our own <laughs> lives. All right, guys. All right. See you, you guys soon. Have a, great, have a great week. Make it a good day. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.